Today I'm going to start a series with you. Um, I'm going to go through the book of Philippians, or the letter of Philippians. Um, so today we're looking at Philippians 1. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation first. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I'm writing to all God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and deacons. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you peace and grace. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favour of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding for I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. And the NIV, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. For whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in the knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. The style of letters in those days was to start with who it is from and then who it's to. So this letter is from Paul and Timothy and it's to, it says the saints of Philippi or the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi. Um, by saints, it doesn't mean like the perfect people. It just means the believers. So to the people who believe in Jesus at the church of Philippi is who this letter is to. Um, Paul usually starts his letter with a Christian greeting of peace. And today he said, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul is an interesting and significant person in the Bible. One day I'll talk to you about the life of Paul, but for today our focus is this letter. Paul prays with joy and thanksgiving because he's confident that God, who has begun a good work in all of us, will continue that work to completion until the day that Christ returns. I have that highlighted in my Bible, that's verse 6. It's nice to just be reminded that 
he will complete the good work in us. We're not perfect and we aren't the ones earning our salvation because we simply couldn't. God has begun the good work and Christ fulfills it. Paul is confident of that. Paul goes on to mention that whether he's in chains or in prison or whether he's out sharing the good news about Christ, we all share in God's grace with him. This verse hints at the life that Paul lived. Whatever circumstance we're in, we can share God's grace. When I was a teenager, someone taught me to think of the meaning of grace as an acronym, G-R-A-C-E, standing for God's riches at Christ's expense. We can have a rich and fulfilling spiritual life because of Christ's death for us. I love the prayer that he mentions in verse 9. Again, this is highlighted in my Bible. This is my prayer for you also. It's my prayer for you as my children. To discern means to use your inner wisdom to understand and make wise decisions. Our goal is to be pure and blameless, but even though we fail at that, hopefully we're improving. And even if we aren't, our righteousness comes through Jesus Christ. We are loved and forgiven. We have God's grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. And for my prayer tonight, I'm just going to say the same prayer that, that Paul said to the people at Philippi. I'm reading for the New, the New Living Translation. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the, the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. For this will bring you much glory. Sorry, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. Oh, Father God, I do pray that we will each grow, and that our love will abound more and more, that we'll grow in knowledge, that we'll have the discernment of your Holy Spirit within us, that we'll make wise choices. And that will work um, more and more towards living pure and blameless lives. But that we'll just rely on Christ. We pray that our lives will, will be lived for the glory and praise of you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.